Above Ground Podcast, Episode 135, Remission. Disclaimer, the hosts of this podcast, Timothy Patrick and Will Foley, are by no means medical professionals. However, having lived experience with mental illness themselves, they have gained useful perspectives on common mental health issues that some of us struggle to overcome on a daily basis. By sharing their stories, they hope to create connection. By creating connection, they hope to help you find your purpose. And through purpose, we can all begin to build the foundation for positive mental health. This is Above Ground Podcast. Are you ready to lace up your boots, throw up your horns, and jump into the pit? Then let's stomp the stigmas of mental illness. It's time for Above Ground Podcast. Now, Will Foley and Timothy Patrick. Hey, what is up, everyone? Welcome to... Above Ground Podcast. Above Ground Podcast, because you can't serve below. No, you can't. What is up, TPP? What's up? We are actually in the Foley confines this evening. Mm -hmm. Uh, Episode 135 today, man, which is pretty crazy that we're up to 135. Yeah. Going on three years here, which is kind of crazy man when yeah, you think about crazy. it crazy crazy train crazy train oh, I'm <laughs> off the rails. well actually we kind of when you go off the rails and you come back there's always that chance that you can slide back sure what are we talking about tonight timmy kind of that um remission remission yeah huh remission, remission. yeah what is remission timmy well, I, I don't know if I have the actual... Let me see if I have the actual... You know what? I don't think I, ha- I, don't think I have the actual dictionary definition. Um, I just kind of came up with my own little idea of, de- of a definition. How you never fully heal or get over mental illness. Um, just the fact that, you know, which you always say a lot, we're all in recovery. And I think that we are always going to be in recovery. You know, just because you had a good week or a good couple months, it doesn't mean that, um, you know, you're magically cured. I think that this illness or disorder um, can lie dormant inside of us. You know, it's it's always one door away, you know. It can be a multitude of stressors at once or a a tragic experience can bring you back to the other side, you know. Again, it's just never far away, I think. When you when you have that diagnosis of one in five, then again it's you can get off that rails and um, no matter what if you're going if you have the the newest train and you're on that track and you're going good and you've got hundreds of miles under your belt and no incidents it, you can still go off the rails at at any time. Yeah, absolutely, I agree. Um, according to Oxford Languages, uh, remission. Uh, the second definition um, is a diminution of the seriousness or intensity of a disease or pain, a temporary recovery. Mm. Now, the noun in remission is the cancellation of a debt, charge, or penalty. Now, it's kind of ironic that, not ironic, it's kind of interesting that remission is a noun as that, is cancellation of a debt. Because... I there's I think that there's a part of that where in mental illness, especially generational mm. trauma, that there's a debt 
but I don't. I I'm very remiss to say the word debt because yeah. I don't I don't think that there's anything that you're supposed to be repaying back, except yeah. you know I at I get all. what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Like yeah, I don't know the word I want to use, but I get what you're saying. Um, it's funny because I came across a little thing. It's it it and every it's funny because you, as you look, you know, if you were to look up remission, a lot of things refer back to cancer of course they do know? yes so um so it was funny because it says that there are two types of remission partial remission means the cancer is still there but your tumor has gotten smaller or in cancers like leukemia you have less cancer throughout your body complete remission means that tests physical exams and all scans show that all signs of your cancer are gone so it's kind of like two different ways you can look at it, I guess. Yeah, and I and with mental illness and any sort of mental disorder, I don't think there's ever complete right. That's emptying of it. Right. That that's kind of where I was going with the idea. You know, just throughout I you know just throughout our conversations with you and I and listening to other people, um, you know, I think we have to. Uh, stay on top of it, you know, you, as we've talked before, reassess, you know, and perform routine maintenance often, you know, it's like, if you have a, if you have a car that's more susceptible to, uh, you know, oil leakage, you know, you got to check the oil more often, you know, change oil more often or whatever it be. You better check the oil pan and the oil, and yeah, right. the oil pan. You got to check all the parts that the right. oil flows through because just because you're leaking oil doesn't mean it's, it's all a problem in the oil. Right? It's all interconnected, man. Just like, the physical and the mental, the yep. emotional and the spiritual, it's all connected. Yep. I mean, that's, you know, that's kind of where I wanted to go with it just because I think we, again, we've kind of covered a lot of this, but never uh, made it a point to kind of say that, you know, some of us are just going to kind of be in this remission for, you know, possibly for life. I, I'll be honest with you. I think it is for life. For life. For life. I, I, <laughs> I do. I don't I don't think that this is something that goes away. This is not like you you can't wish this away. You can't medic medicate it away because again, and and you may be experiencing this yourself if you stop taking your meds or if you have a change of insurance or if you right. have something that changes and you know, you're not following your regimen of whatever that is. Now, if you're going to a holistic approach where you're not using pharmaceuticals and you're doing other things where there's a lot more involved in staying holistically healthy when it comes to mental health because you're not using the pharmaceutical model. But I also don't necessarily think and truthfully don't believe that the meta, the pharmaceutical model solves every problem. No, I think you need, I think you, I mean, to, for me, I think you need like a both. You need to like kind of actively work on things, whether it's through therapy or some kind of a holistic treatment, something like that. And at the same time, you know, if you have a, a you know, medicine that you're going to use, you know, any kind of medication kind of, it's never, like you said, it's never just one thing for sure. No, no, there's never one it's thing. It's funny because as you're saying that I was reading, um, Partial remission means that the disease is significantly improved by treatment, but residual traces of the disease are still present. So it's kind of, again, it's kind of like 
what we're talking about, you know, it's, but, you know, they use the term more in like, you know, cancer or disease that, you know, medical diseases like that, but not, of course, we don't talk about mental illness as often or well that's the thing yeah. you know cancer is the in, I get in disease to talk about <laughs> as it is you know has been for years because you know god damn you can't not see pink or you can't like right. again like it's uh, again where's the marketing as far as mental health and mental illness goes you know it, it's, it's gotten better though it, it has it has i mean and i'd like to think that we're a part of that mm-hmm. just like everybody else that is out there talking about it because that's the idea is that if if you don't talk about it. It's still it's stigmatized, and even right. when you do talk about it, it's, it's stigmatized. Still, yeah. It doesn't right. matter. But you can have um, again a mental health recovery plan, which, as well, you would know it. Um, some people out there probably know it's called a wellness recovery action plan. They call it a RAP. Yes, W R A P for wellness recovery action plan, and those are designed to help people like work out what sort of life you want to lead and work out what you can do to get there to keep track of your mental health struggles and um, you keep track of your triggers and, and identify goals and be specific and um, you know just track a bunch of things and and, and check in I guess kind of oh yeah it's a, it's a tracking program it, it covers all facets of your of your well-being right and in, and it actually encompasses all of your recovery team also because right. it's it's who your to contact it's, what to do. it's who your contacts are it's it's what to do in case of an emergency even though that's a separate part of the plan but that wellness part of the plan is about what to do when you are well and how to stay well right and that is you know and a lot of a lot of what's done in peer work is is just helping people navigate life's daily challenges because that I think is the biggest stressor for most people who have any sort of mental health condition or diagnosis or mood disorder that the daily stressors that we have to face every day are the biggest barrier to you being well. Sure. Now, I mean, granted, look, it, I mean, you have to answer the bare necessities, okay? You have to have a place to live, you know, a, a safe place to live, food, like those are things that we need to take care of right. because that is all part of mental health. Like right. if, if, if you're, you, you can't have a mental health system without acknowledging and taking care of basic needs. Right. And when you can't take care of your basic needs, then you can't even think about being well because you're in survival mode. Right. You're worrying about the essentials. That, right. You and know. you, and you know, you don't know where those are coming from. And, right. And until, and the great thing about the wellness recovery action plan is in a person centered process, which is what peer work is, is a person centered therapy. It's a person centered help that allows the person to choose what they're going to put into their, uh, into their recovery plan and what, what they need. And I think a big part of that though is is that you have to be in a position to know what you need because True. if you're in the throes of crisis True. it's very hard to see any clarity as far as what you need because you're just you're you're stuck like you're stuck behind that that wall of wow what the fuck Yeah, it's kind of like um it's kind of like that weird place of 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 not knowing until you get there, you know? So it's when you get there, then you'll have a better idea. But we, you know, we just hope that you don't actually get there. 
<laughs> well, we, well, we hope that you get to the wellness part. Right. The wellness, we hope you don't. We hope you don't fall into the crisis right, part. However, I, mean. I in my long experience with all of this, we always. Uh, I, I I shouldn't say we always. Okay, I don't want to say that, but I I tend to, and I I think I can speak for Timmy and stuff that a lot of us do fall back. Because it's just it's it's mm-hmm. part of it's part of the disease. It's part of the disorder that you're just it's a cycle that you just constantly fight against and and try to keep yourself focused against. And it's and it really is an enemy. It's it really does need to be combated. Yeah. And I, I I don't I like so. to use I don't really like to use violent, you know, warlike terms when it comes to this because I there's a lot of mis representation and connotation to that but it truly is an enemy and and i will say this man depression kills and when you when your depression is unchecked or you don't have the capacity to check it yourself you need to make sure that you have things in place in order to do some of the work for you and that's what part of these yeah. these teams are when you go into into a, a facility and and you come up with these plans with your practitioners and with your peer support people and with your family and friends and and hopefully you have supports and it Timmy uh, has like a, the four dimensions of recovery. Where did that come from? That you that's found not it? me. That's that I found that online and it's funny because I was going to mention that without saying the four because i wanted to i i figured we i know i i have already added one to it but i figured you would have have something to add to it as well so i was just kind of mention the dimensions of recovery and then what you would kind of add or think should be in there so um the one there's uh let's see what the ones that i found online it was it was um four dimensions of recovery four major dimensions support a life in recovery one being health two being home three being purpose four being community um and if you want you can read them individually and read them out or whatever i i i have to say this health home purpose community i as of an overview i i think that that is that pretty much encompasses you think yeah, I do because um, I think without your health, you don't yeah. have anything. So if your physical, if your mental health is is not up to snuff, then your physical health is probably not either because you're not going to feel like doing the things that are going right. to get your physical health. And then, of course, if you have a physical health problem, then chances are you're going to fall into a mental health problem because those physical health problems are going to come back to you to say, well, right. I, I don't feel like doing this because I can't, I, you know, I, I can't get out of bed. Right. Well, plus it could, yeah, yeah. It could be stressful just, you know, whether it's the pain aspect of it or, or just not being able to physically get up or, or do, you know, go sure. to the store or something. It's, you know, but, uh, I think for me, I thought um, I added education onto it just because I think education, not not only knowing about um, the illness or disorder, but knowing about your illness and your disorder and, and and how it impacts you in your life. 
I like that you added that separate, but I have to, I will put that under purpose. Okay. Because the reason why is this disease or disorder that you possess, and it doesn't matter whether, what it doesn't matter what mental health disorder it is, be it depression, o, OCD, ADHD, substance abuse, and please, I'm not covering them all, I, I and I realize that, but... When you look at those, in order to actually have a very full recovery, you you need to make understanding what you're going through a purpose. Because if you do not, you you run the risk of just constantly going through these cycles over and over again. Okay. At least, at least from what I've seen no, in my personal experience, and, and, you know, my personal experience is my personal experience, but I've, I've witnessed this with, with my, you know, with my own family and stuff. And it's, it's difficult because if you're not willing to, to take care of your diet, or if you're not willing to quit smoking, or if you're not willing to do one of these things, then you run the risk of of running right back into the wall again. Sure. So in order to really be, to understand your condition, it has to be part of your purpose to understand it. Now, a lot of people just aren't, are not in that spot. They don't have that ability. Right. And they don't have that capacity to do that, which is part of the reason why you need to have a, a team of, of professionals and, and, and a struggle buddy. Like, and that's why we believe peer support is one of the greatest things that you can have and access. I think what you said earlier, you know, that depression kills, like, yeah, it kills your, your goals. It kills your, your dreams. It, it kills your motivation to, to do the things that need to be done to get back you know, on the rails, oh, <laughs> basically. A- absolutely. You and know? actually, you can blow up the entire right. rail system yeah. to where the train just goes whoop, right yeah. down. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it derails, and it derails and it, more. And it'll steal all the tools that you have to, to fix to fix it and get back on. <laughs> you know? that, that's the cyclical part of this that makes it very hard to combat without a real focus on it. And, I, and I've realized this, and you know... Tim and I have been friends for a long time and there's parts of like, I understand now more why he ingests all this stuff all the time because he needs to, because this is a constant thing where you have to constantly learn about things. Mm-hmm. And I get, I get a little overwhelmed at times just constantly harping on the same things because unfortunately for me that oftentimes works against me against you yeah because it, it starts to set the negative things and i'm like well i just keep going over this again and no, again i, I know th- i'm just depressed and now I'm I, fucking- I think i agree with that though because i remember there was a point you know if, if i get to a point where i'm just doing maybe too much of it or whatever i you know i think you even said like you gotta just kind of like put the book down and then and take a break you know what I mean? Like put it away for a while. And and, and I did and, and it and it definitely made a difference. But I think the 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 uh like the you know, the the there's certain things that yes, I need to to talk about and because I because for my own own well being I need to remind myself daily of things. You know, otherwise I just I don't know if it's a fear of slipping back into that 
that hole again or 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 what it is that that kind of drives that but um it's probably a plethora of things but either way it's i i need to to be reminded i i feel like daily of things and i need to just kind of kind of just again fight the brain fight the mind and and, and battle this is this is where i am now and this is where i'm going like you know what i mean don't fall back into that other shit it's hard it and is I, hard and, and <laughs> I, I will hard. say i like for myself i i found myself I find myself struggling more at certain times of the year. And then when we add the extra stressors on top of everything, be it the holidays yeah. or financial or, or anything relational or anything that adds stress, I, I do tend to wind up getting stuck in those depressive cycles because it's comfortable to me. I know what that feeling is. Sure, you can kind and, of... And I can yep. kind of control... Yeah. I can kind of control and I know because it's habitual too. And I've realized that a lot of my reactions are just habits that I oh, form. Sure. And Absolutely. a lot of them are just defense mechanisms. And Absolutely. Because, because truthfully, I think part of it is fear. Fear of the unknown of what I would be like without this. Because it's become such a part of me. Yeah. That I'm I know afraid that of what... That's a big one for you. I know that like fear uh, of, because I think you have a, you actually, which could sound strange to some, you like, you actually, I feel have a fear of, of like being, uh, I don't know the correct word. I'll just say successful at it. Something. I, I, I am because yeah. I'm afraid that I can't live up to my own hype and it's in, it's, it has affected my entire life. Oh, I'm and yeah, that's a heavy, that's a heavy weight to carry, dude. <laughs> it is, dude. But it's like, and it's, it has, it's permeated, man. And it's, it's, you know, and and, and Stephen Pressfield is right. It's resistance. The problem is, though, is that after a while, resistance becomes easy to give into, and it becomes such a weight that it, it's, you know, it's especially if you're stuck in those patterns. It's Jacob, it, dude, it's Jacob fucking Marley walking around with that ball and chain and. <laughs> yeah. In a Christmas Carol, like, resistance, <laughs> <laughs> Marley, Ebenezer. Marley. Yeah, exactly. That's, I just, dude, I that's just good. watched that's, it too. So, oh, all right, that is good. That's a good, yeah, that's a good analogy. It is. Sure. It's like, and that's, and that's what that is, man. That's that weight that you carry, and it's, it's, it sucks to think that death is the only way to get rid of that weight. Sometimes. And well, it definitely sucks. And for yeah, some, I think and that's why I try not to. I I try not to try not to to let my brain go down that path, and I try to stay on the path where I know that some of the things that I have done and 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 that I am doing will help decrease the those symptoms, if you want to call them symptoms or whatever. I definitely think that they're symptoms. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely symptoms of our universe. Yeah, because this is the universe that we dwell within that, you know, we we know very well, you know, it's that dark hall. It's that dark hall that at the end is that room that's really warm and inviting. Right. There's a warm red light coming from there, man. And, and then you get in there in and, like, and then you're and then then the door like you slams. Said, well, yeah, the door slams. Then, like you say, then you're going feeling all around the walls looking for that light switch and you're like what, what, what is there's no i can't see in here no like, right the red light goes off and then and, you're and the then dark. and then you start telling yourself jesus i'm the nitwit that opened the door and actually wanted to come in here 
Right. So then you start beating easy. up yourself on top yes. of it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> on top yeah, of everything else. Exactly. <laughs> the cascade effect. The cascade effect. Is that real or is that? I, dude, I don't know. I but feel if it like, isn't, yeah, that's But if good. it isn't, then hey, we coined it, you know. Yeah. It is. That, it's the it, cascade You're effect. absolutely right. I mean, that is just, yeah. That's it, a good one. It is, man. It's like the unending, it's the, you know. It's like the river of chocolate in Willy Wonka. It's except right. it's not chocolate. It's shit. <laughs> it's it's it looks like chocolate it looks and like it looks chocolate. really inviting. And then and then Augustus <laughs> Louvre falls in the, you know Augustus. your 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 depression is Augustus Louvre and falls in the shit, man. Is That's what happens. What's his? La- I thought it was I glute. It, no, is it, I don't Augustus know. Glute. I don't know what his name is. Uh, right. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe that don't light know reminds me of Violet, though. Yeah, you're turning violet, violet. <laughs> yeah, it's a little blue light in here. <laughs> Starts eating the thing. Yeah, we've got uh, we've got red, we've got blue, we've got green. Yeah, you know, we've got a little light going on. Setting um, the mood, setting the mood here in the in the Foley dungeon. Yeah, actually, we're not in the dungeon tonight, man. We're not in the basement. We're actually in in the office where we do uh, actually all our Zoom calls. I'm getting like dirty looks. He's staring at you. He is. Fernando has joined us this evening in the in the studio. He's uh, <laughs> nah, he's just chilling. <laughs> he's he's sizing Timmy up. He wants to stretch out on your leg. So you uh, do, you don't feel like you would add anything to the dimensions of I, recovery? Like, I I don't I don't I don't know if I would add a whole. I don't know if I would add a whole like subgenre. To right. it because I think that the I think that the four the health the home purpose and community I think that almost everything falls under one of those because now I again purpose you know purpose job purpose is what you do a purpose could be just getting up in the morning you know sure. what I mean or just you know or or whatever your purpose is that you decide it is now. Can you decide that you have a purpose? If you're in the throes of, of, of a crisis, no, I don't think you can because it's right. very hard to see anything. I think this is – I, I could be wrong, but I think it's meant to be more seen as – As you've already come time. over, yeah, the, like, come over right, the hump. Right. Now, and now you're like, do? okay, now what am I going to do? Right. So are. I do think that these – I do think that this is a very good basis. And, and I like fours. Because oh. hey man, one two three four. It's you know, <laughs> you know, D.D. Ramon. No, I was so, gonna say D.D. So you know, health. I mean, health is about everything. And I think where we get into trouble with health is is people separate their health. People separate the physical from their mental. Right. People separate even the emotional from the mental. Where it's all it's you know, dude. It's the whole band. The whole band is health. Yep. So you got to have all that. Um, and yeah, then, I would agree. And then with home, now obviously home, home is a tough thing because if you if if you're coming out of a crisis, you may not have a stable home life. Right. You may not have a home because of your of your disorder and, and or your whatever it is that's going on. Or your 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 home as you know it now could be the could be the unsafe place that you it, don't want to go. Well, absolutely. And your home could certainly be unsafe, especially if, you know, if there's abuse going on right. or, or right. any of that type of stuff. So home isn't always, home isn't always um, home. You have to figure out where your home is, but that's that that's on the other side. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. 
Um, and purpose, like I said, purpose is, is whatever it is that you choose to do. But I do believe that part of your purpose needs to be understanding what it is that you deal with. Yeah. Because that's okay. the only way, because like we know, the only way to, you have to name it to tame it. Right. You yeah. have to, you have, in, in order to acknowledge it, you have to call it what it is. Yeah. Like you, you have, have to, to be willing it, to, you have to be willing to. It has on you because if you don't know that again, you're going to, you're going to be walking on the street and go off the rails again and not, you know what I mean? Like what, what, what just happened? Yeah. And I think you fall in, I think a lot of people fall in and myself and myself too. We fall into habits. Oh, for and, sure. and, and feeling shitty is a habit. It's a habit because we know it and it's, it's easy for us to fall into because it's something that we've become so accustomed to. Yeah. I, th- you know what? It's funny. I never really looked at it that way, but as you're saying it, I've said before that I always thought that life sucked and it was just like shitty and like, I just, that's what I just got to deal with it. And I think that's kind of maybe how, like I even said it to myself. You know what I mean? Like, this is just shitty and whatever. I'll just deal with it. And it just kept being shitty because that's how I thought it was supposed to be. Right. You know? or, or you set yourself up to be. Right, yeah. Because we do really do set ourselves up. Because we do set ourselves up with our own self-talk. We set ourselves up with our own shitty glasses and our own cognitive oh, biases. Sure. I, You know, it's we we talk about cognitive bias a lot and i did not realize how many cognitive biases i ever possessed until i've been starting to just like realize it's probably 90% that's a cognitive pro- bias yeah, it's probably 90% of the issue well and again if you have a negative self view it's easy to it's easy to blame yourself and it's easy to or if you have a a view of victim it's easy to blame everybody right. else. Which again, so, that could be a, a, a habit that you've gotten into is just, you know, is being that victim. And maybe it was just easy to do in the beginning because it's just easier to, to get into that pattern. And then sure. once you start doing it, it's like. Yeah. And it's, and you, but again, it's all about having needs met, hmm. right? So if, if you've been a victim and you get your need met that way, then right. that way, just like me, I realized this, I had this insight recently um, in my own household where I reacted to something and I realized it was my reaction because it's just something that that's how I react. And I even called it out nice. and I Good even for apologized you. for it. And I'm like, you know what? I, I was wrong because it, it was literally me just, it was easier for me to fall into that habit than it is to like, yep. just to be like, okay, whatever. Especially when, when you're busy, you're running on that, uh, you know, subconscious program that is already playing that you don't realize it. And so you kind of let that take over as you take a backseat and then that happens. So kudos for you for, for recognizing it. I think that, I think that's a, that's a big part of, of, for me, it's a big part of saying like I'm healing. Yeah. I, you know, healing has been, healing is a journey that I am on all the time. Because I don't know if there is full healing. Because I think that every time you think you heal something, it leads to something else. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it kind of does, but it, I don't know if that doesn't mean that you're, you know. I mean, like, is there always something to be healed from? Probably. I 
but it doesn't mean that you're not like healing. I tend to think that I I don't know if if healing is ever complete for some people because I don't mm. I don't there's always going to be a missing piece. I've I've realized this at least, at least for myself. I've realized that there's been certain um there's been certain incidences in my life that have taken a little piece of me here and there. And those pieces don't come back, man. Yeah. They they don't come back. You're just you just have a tattered, you know, heart or whatever you want to call it. If that's bless you. If that's if that's what bless you. If, hey man, we're real here. We Damn sneeze, we cough. Um we uh but I think that there's always going to be a piece that you never get back. And again, you acknowledging that yeah. is, is a big step, is a big step. And I know I can, I can name probably five or six things in my life that have taken just a little piece of me that I will never get back. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I think I agree. And I, for me, some of those pieces I don't want back. I agree. I agree. They they were there to teach. Yeah. And and, and I finally and if now if I've learned I don't need it, I don't need it, you know. Yeah, and I I I've finally gotten to a point now where a lot of the mistakes that I've made I'm considering just education. They're, yeah, they're just they're just mistakes. They're not they don't define me. Right. I define me. Right. Perfect. Like and getting up every day like even though I'm going through the motions sometimes I'm still getting up and I'm still trying to make things positive. Right. And I'm still trying to and make you are, and you're doing it. So positive it's like strides, you know what I mean? It's like, you're getting up and here we are recording. It's like, you're, well, you're, we are, I mean, that's it. what we're I doing. Mean, we're doing it. It's just that, you know, unfortunately we're not always at a hundred percent. Oh yeah. And no. here's a question for you. Do you remember a time when you were at a hundred percent? Have you been able to like, You've been able to kind of excavate some stuff and say, was I ever really at a hundred percent? That's a hard question to answer. Um, you know, I may have been at, I may have been at a hundred percent at a time that was a hundred percent for that time. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Is it, but was there specific, like, was there an age? Do you think that, was there an age that you recognized your, your issues? Like, did they strike you young or did you, or did you not start realizing that there were issues until? I realized there were issues, but I didn't, uh, I didn't really think, I didn't know about them in depth and I didn't know exactly how they affected me um, or how they could continue to affect me. So I I don't know if I didn't really take it seriously, but it, it was kind of like, um, you know, like I've been going to therapy for, geez, uh, I mean, probably 15 years. Have you really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Dude, that's, I, I got so, dude. That's that's fucking awesome, though, so, man. So, I mean, so yes, but again, there was a time where 
like I was going to therapy and sometimes I'd be like, yeah, cool. Like I'm good. But it, you know, it's kind of like what you say. It's like, you just said it tonight. I don't remember how you said it, but it was like, it's like, you know, you're, you're doing good. And, and, and some of the reason why you're doing good is, is because you may have, he will say you healed from something, but as you continue on, other things pop up because of that thing that you dug up to heal before. So then you're, you know what I mean? It's like you jump over one hurdle and you come across two more, but except those two hurdles that you're coming across now are actually bigger. They're, they're bigger in size. So you have to, you know, you jump higher. Sure. It's, higher. you know, look at the Indiana Jones way, you know, you get one rock that comes and you're like, <laughs> okay, well that's, I, I just got by that one. And then next thing you know, it's a freaking boulder yeah. the size of your house that you're like, okay. Right. So I, I don't know if I, I, I would say if I had to answer it, I would say at one point, I think I was, I was either at or close to it. Or I felt like I was for what I knew to be a hundred percent, you know, now, no, I mean, I think I, I definitely find moments of joy, um, less moments of peace, but, um, but they are there and I, um, I do try to actively seek them or at least when I do have them or or they're being present I I try to stay present and appreciate them yeah that makes sense I I I have a hard time with peace yeah I don't know if I will ever find peace but I also accept that now I accept it more now than I thought I would which probably helps it does, but it doesn't always stay with me. Sure. And that's, and you know, it's like, that's a practice that is, you know, is not always the easiest practice to, to keep together. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, no, you know, yeah, I... that's like trying to play double bass with one pedal, man. It's, it's yeah. just, you, you can't, I mean, unless all of a sudden, you know, you can do with your feet, you know, but one pedal only moves so fast. Right. So it's like. And you can probably possibly only do it for so long you know you might be able to do it but it's right. not really sustainable right yeah you can only do it in a blast beat but right. you can't you can't keep that up it's, yeah you, you can't know. keep it up for a full song no sure. it's it, that's that takes stamina and and determination and do you know what peace looks like for you or feels like i should say or whatever i i'll be if i i don't know if that includes living honestly i i've grown accustomed to being uncomfortable mm. and i think that there's always going to be a part of me that is uncomfortable and it's i i no longer look at it as a flaw or a or a, you know i i i i don't even like to look at it as a disorder it's just me Right. Like I, so I don't, cause again, we're not our diagnosis. I don't know if, if I, you know, I don't know if all the money in the world and every dream ever coming true is ever going to be enough because there's just this, there's just this little nagging part of me that always, there's always that negative voice in there that says, ha ha, it's not true. It's not real, man. Damn gremlins. Yeah, you know, and Gizmo's a motherfucker. Man. He's, he's, a, don't feed that sucker after don't midnight. Don't feed him after midnight. That gray hair spikes up, and he's like, 
yeah, I'm gonna stick you in the microwave. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, the gremlins. Yeah. Um, I, I again, I, I find a lot of peace in making friends with my demons. Okay, that's fair. And right? I and I know, I know my demons. My demons are very. I'm very well versed in my demonology for myself. You know, I know what they are. Which again, I think that I think. I think that helps too, you know? And I think that there's something to be said about that. And I think that there's something to be said about me at least saying that I may never find peace, but I understand that. And and again, I you know, I don't know if even if death brings peace to people. Right. I've I've heard many stories that it does, but I'll be honest with you, I don't really want to find that out right now. I'm not in a spot Good. where yeah. that I want to be Right. I want to be here because I know I still have way more to do and way more to give. And I know that I'm still not, I know I'm still not done. You can't serve below. You can't serve below, man. You can only serve as a warning below. Like that's, I mean, that, that is like the biggest warning. Yeah. You know, and I, there's a, a really good book that um, I've been listening to that's kind of affected me a lot. And I don't know if it's affected me because I'm just, having a hard time or if it's certain stories that make me think about these things. But uh, Dr. Jennifer Ashton, who is uh, the Good Morning America doctor who does a lot of stuff. She's been on Dr. Oz. She's like, she lost her husband to suicide. Um, And uh, she, at the, the first part of the book, I was a little bit off put by some of the way she talks about it. And then I, I listen to her and I'm like, and, and she's a professional. So she has professional things. And she also, you can tell she's, you know, she's wrapped up in her, in her circle too. But I, there's, it was, it's been very, um, it's unsettling to me in a way because I listen to, because she talks about she has survivor stories on there too mm. of people that she's been introduced to and 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 knew and didn't know and and um suicide has such a such stigma and connotations to it mm. but i i find myself when i listen to this i keep constantly going back to if i had you know if I had decided to do that, or if I decide to do that later on, like, what are you leaving behind? And, and all that pain that you, that you cause. And like, there's part of me that feels a little bit, you know, guilty in a way that why can't I just get by it? And then there's another part of me that says, well, this is, this is the darkness that I know. And there's a darkness there that, says that, you know, you may never find peace on this earth. But I don't, I'm not at that point where not being on this earth is an option. Yeah, and, fair, uh... and I don't, and I don't, and I, and again, she, she has, like, I just got to this part in the book where she says suicide is not an option. But the problem is, is that you're speaking from a survivor side. You're not speaking from. I think more of a profession you know that well so she's not only speaking from the professional side but she's speaking of you know watching her son and daughter like lose their father and 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 lose a lose a good and lose yeah. a good man that even though they were getting divorced it wasn't that they weren't getting divorced because they didn't like each other it was just that you know things happen and 
Mm. But, you know, and that and that's a big part is that, you know, our cognitive biases and and I think we lose sight of all the relationships that we have. But oh, the yeah, relationship I mean, that we have with ourself is is super important. Suicide is not an option until it becomes an option. Right. And that's why I was like and and I was really kind of you know, I was like, you know, it's hard to it's hard to hear that it's never an option because it's always an option to somebody that. Well, that's that, the thing, that and, I, and that. I get that. I get that side of it, but I think you and I both come from a different side of it, more of of just the real side of it. It's like we may not want, we're not we're not promoting it, and we may not want to, you know, uh, you know, glamorize it, but we're just saying like it 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 it. It's an option for some people. It's just the. It's just. It's just a fact. <laughs> you know. Well, it's just a fact. It is, and it, I wish we could get by the fact that we say it's not an option. Because I think that I, this is my personal opinion, but I think that stuff like that can add to the stigma, stigma of it. Oh, I definitely think it does, and I think by hearing that, I think I was. I was kind of. I think I kind of felt hurt in my own way. I get that. You know what I, I mean? Yeah, and, yeah, and not yeah. and. And not because because I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, okay, so you're basically saying that I'm not strong. Like, but again, that's my cognitive bias is, of me saying, okay. well, maybe yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. strong. Maybe I am weak. Maybe because that's my cognitive distortion to say, you know, my 20 year old self said I would never do that. Never do that. Right. You know, I was screaming from the rooftops if I kill myself, to, like in a song, like that. It was just it was just off the cuff and just like you know not. Like, it's just like kind of, hey, whatever. I think, but. I think when you, again, this is my personal opinion. I think when you get to a certain point of of celebrity status, stardom, whatever you want to call it, you, you lose a little bit of the perspective, maybe. You, you lose some of the, the actual real factual things that are... Are happening you know what I mean because you're so far away from it at that point yeah and I understand you know what I mean all your friends are are rich and happy at least they are on social media well I don't know if they're happy well you know what I mean <laughs> yeah like, know. you know what I mean but they're driving around in nice cars they take vacations they they travel they whatever it is you know and you lose touch I that's my that's what I should have said is you lose touch of things that are actually happening you lose touch whether it is and i'm not saying that's a bad thing it's just it just i think it just happens when you get to that point you you're you're at a different stage and that that stage is is needed because we don't cover that stage so someone's got to cover that stage you know but at the same time i listen to that other stuff and i'm like no one covers this stage that we're covering you know and it's like someone needs to cover this stage of it and and that is is on the ground and, and is real and like hey you know what these stories may not be um every day but they happen and there's people out there that feel these things but they happen every day yeah you're right they do you know what i mean and they do somebody i mean unfortunately somebody has died right. today you know right. what i mean it's right like and that's that, and the, that's the reality that's of the it. reality of it that's what i mean and it's like as as, as shitty as it is we're talking about that because that's the reality of it. And, and, you know, again, maybe that's the reality that we're seeing more of because we're not 
at a at a level of you know caviar and and champagne or whatever you know we're we're like twix and and bottled water <laughs> nice bottled water more like filling the tap um <laughs> Yeah, I, I, again, man, I, you know, look, there's nothing wrong with. No, with, I know, I didn't mean. There's to nothing wrong with celebrity tangent. and 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 being, you know, having your needs met more than you can ever spend like that. You know, if that's, you know, if you'll eventually pay for that at some point in your own way if you just concentrate on that stuff. It's just that's the way life works. Karma, yeah, you know, karma. I mean, or it's whatever just, it is. It's just sometimes I, I, you know, I see a lot of stuff like that on social media, and I think it. I th- again, I think it, ha- it can have adverse effects that they probably don't intend it to have, but it just does. People see that stuff and, and they they attach it to success and happiness. And it's just not reality. That's not the reality of it. Like you said, you could be given all the money in the world and, and here's the best record deal and you have five records and you can produce them yourself. And, you know, and that's still you still may not be happy and find peace with that. No. Well, you know what I mean? Cornell. I, exactly. Look at Anthony Bourdain. But that's what I'm saying. But that's I mean, we the reality have, of Unfortunately, it. we have countless, countless statistics right. to show. You know we what do. I mean? We've lost so many, so many incredible people, people that people don't know right. that we've lost. You know what and I mean? People still don't seem to to understand it, and they still, I don't know. Well, I, I think know. I think people disassociate themselves because they think you know. Because again, and, and, and you know, it's it's we. I know we we blame social media for a lot of stuff, and and social media does have a blame to go with it for sure, just like anything else. Sure, man, yeah, yeah. Has yeah. has part of the like you can use anything for good or bad. Right. No, I agree. However, I do think that certain people just like just don't have any sort of self, uh, any emotional intelligence. Like emotional intelligence is not something. Obviously, we don't teach it in school, right? No, and yeah, and yeah. if you don't and if you don't have, you know, the ability to go out or you're not willing to go out and learn about emotional intelligence or you don't care and it's all about me, 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 then it's yeah. like you can. You, I'll, I'll say it. I'll just say it. Say it the best I know how to say it. If you don't have the emotional intelligence, if you don't learn about it and and possess this skill. Knowing calculus isn't gonna fucking do shit for you. Oh yeah, no, no. Book smarts don't. Book smarts are great, but if you don't have the cognitive ability to feel things and understand things and understand yourself and understand yourself, and and the again, it comes down to willingness. Are you willing to understand yourself? Because yeah, and and like we we circle back to remission because remission obviously is that that time where the disease goes away. Right. I don't never I don't like the word remission when it comes to mental health because I don't necessarily think that I think that people can feel periods of anxiety mm-hmm. and and some people don't ever go back to that and they they find a different gear and they move on. Now, is that is that necessarily healthy? Well, maybe if they found healthy ways to deal with it. Sure. Yeah, but you know, I, like I, I, I don't like mixing words that, like again, there's cancer, is a terrible disease. Okay, 
It is yeah. a terrible disease, and it's killed many, many people, and there's many, many reasons for cancer. And it's a horrible disease, but it, it, it's got a lot of cachet when it comes to being there, and I think that that's a word. Like I like to say re-mission, re-mission, because I think what going through a mental health crisis can do for you is actually give you a new purpose is give you a new mission. It remissions you. It may be, you know, you may have run into the biggest depression of your life. Business deal falls through. You, you may even make an attempt on your own life. You may have gone through all this stuff, and then all of a sudden, it opens up this thing where you're like, wow, all of a sudden, five years later, you got a yeah, new purpose. Right. And that's your remission. And now, can well, it come that- back? Absolutely, it can come back. Because it's never far. Right. Like, if, if you think that you've really gotten out of it, eh, I think you might be. I don't know if you're, I don't know if you're necessarily looking at all the cards, man. Yeah, right. Which, uh, you know what, though? It, it, there's part of it, part of it is like, you know what, if that's, if that's how you're looking at it and that's how, and that's what's working for you, then then maybe don't look at, at, at all the cards, you know? It's like, I don't know. I don't you know, can only man. play the cards that are in your hand, though, man. Yeah. It's all you get. You get dealt a hand, and you got to play those cards. You're right. And you can either stay in or you can fold. So you're right, then. So don't worry about the other cards. You, you can't, can't worry necessarily about worry about the other cards. Yeah. I think you just got to play what you're dealt and then move on. Unfortunately, though, we, we, dragged, the, we dragged the Jacob Marley around with us. Yeah, we do with that anchor. Yeah. So, wow. We've been talking about this for a while, man. Yeah. Um, a couple other things that we got to talk about. So, we are now part of Buy Me a Coffee. And uh Buy Me a Coffee is a creator web is a creator site just like Patreon. Um, we're going to start bringing new stuff to Buy Me a Coffee and and figure out what we can do with that. So if you really like the program, you can buy Tim and I a coffee, and it's it's a figurative thing because Tim doesn't drink coffee. Tim drinks tea, but I couldn't change it to tea. <laughs> I don't care. I couldn't change it to pizza. <laughs> it's all right. But uh, just supporting the show and, and helping us uh, continue um, what we're doing. So yeah, and I want to give a big shout out to Yannicka and and our and our. Uh, donor who was unnamed who bought us nice bought us five coffees and yannicka bought us 10 man so i know it's pretty crazy thank you thank you thank you thank you yeah that's right thank you don't forget if um you like you can share you can subscribe um follow us on all the socials follow us on all the socials um if you find this podcast and we're not on the platform that you listen to Send us an email. Send us an Instagram. I, it doesn't matter. Just tell us. Tell us where you want us to be. And if I'm if I'm missing something, I'll be more than happy to get on it. But I'm hoping that our RSS feed takes care of that because that's what it's supposed to do. Congratulations to um, oh Jim yes, and con- Laura. yes. Congratulations to Jim and Laura. Jim from Nippertown. They got married Christmas Eve, and I'm we're very happy for both of them. Uh, great people. Laura is going to be on the podcast in a couple of weeks. Uh, we interviewed her. She is an amazing person, and uh, we can't wait to have her talk about what she does. 
So congratulations to both of them on their Christmas Eve marriage. Hopefully they're enjoying themselves this week during the uh, holiday break of uh, Christmas and New Year's or, you know, whatever this is. This will be, what, a couple weeks after. So it's all good. But uh, we just passed New Year. So, yeah, Happy New Year to everyone. Oh, yeah. yeah see, year. look at that. A little, I'm, I'm getting a little behind here. <laughs> but, hey, that's what happens. No no notes here. That's in front right. Of me. No notes, no nets. Nope. No, that's what happens when you play live, man. Yeah, we're sometimes just... you sometimes you're out of tune. Sometimes you miss a note. Sometimes a string breaks. It's just the way it is. Sticks break. Sometimes we go off on a little jazz uh, extravaganza. And... Yeah, but there won't be any fucking fish. <laughs> All right. Until next week. Be well. Be safe. Be above. above.